Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 138. John and Wendy talk to Tina Marie Wolfield. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you, John? Wendy, it is incredibly hard to believe it is October 15th. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. Sometimes it seems like an eternity. Yeah. That is 2020. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's not. Yeah. It's been weird. Uh, Maggie made a comment that uh, it's it's been a year of March. <laughs> <laughs> to no one's surprise, I'm yeah. sure, we have some really fun stuff planned yeah. through the remainder of the year. And we wanted to let folks know what was going on. Mm-hmm. This show is coming out about a week and a half or so before our next Twitter chat. Yep. You want to tell everybody who the guest host of that session is going to be? Oh, I am so excited that it's going to be Melanie Peacock. (laughs) She is going to be co-hosting with us. And, you know, we kind of have, I realized uh, when I was looking at it earlier, we kind of have a theme for October of learning and education, growing in your career with our our chat with Fuel50 and then with uh, Melanie following up and talking about education and, um, and learning at the college level too. I could not think of a better person to have take part. And when I asked her, she said, well, I need to think about it. I said, no, come on. You just need to do it because (laughs) it'll be so much fun. Jump in. November is still to be determined. Uh, We will certainly let everybody know about that. However, we also want to make everybody aware we're only going to do one chat for December. Yep. We need a break. You need Mm -hmm. a break. You you being Wendy, but also you, the (laughs) listeners, and you, the chat participants. So we're going to just do the the first chat in the month of December. However, we're excited. Because it's going to be a crossover chat. Yes. So excited. We we haven't done a crossover in a long time for a chat, but um, we will be crossing over with um, McColl's HR for All chat. I think that's I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It will be great fun. We, we will do is just like what we did at the early in the year. Can you believe it was January, I think, when we did, did our last crossover, I think. That was, yeah, that was with John. Uh, bookends. Bookends mm-hmm. to the year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do our chat yep. on that Sunday evening and then follow up and kind of her format on yep. Tuesday afternoon, just continuing the conversation. So I hope everybody can attend both pieces because it, yeah. it's fun to have a similar audience our questions may be a little different in the conversational, and you may see some other people at Nicole's chat that we don't yeah. typically have at ours just because of timing and what have you. So exactly. chats are, are locked up. We want to talk about trivia as well very briefly. <laughs> Two more. So, yeah. <laughs> we had such a tremendous response to Disney night yes. that the November chat, which is November or the November chat, the November trivia night, which November will be November 1st, 1st yep. is going to be Disney part two. Just for Amanda. I'll just say it. Just for Amanda Brunson, (laughs) who was off celebrating her birthday. We wished her all the best, but we also had great fun. We We had a ringer. I hope she returns. (laughs) A a Disney employee, no less. And believe it or not, for those of you who did not attend, my wife is a real person and she attended and she she was on the podium. She didn't win because we agreed. You know, nothing going on that's uh, fishy. But Heidi attended and I know she will be back because she had a great deal of fun. Thank you all for, well, I guess me not scaring her away from doing it again, but (laughs) November 1st will be that. The 1st of December, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but the first Sunday in December will be our last trivia night. And I think kind of where we are and where the audience is, I think that's probably going to be it for trivia night. I think so. Um, It's been a lot of fun. 
it's filled a need that we had, but, um, you know, hopefully we'll ring in 2021 and we'll have a fresh start. We say that every year, but I think this year we really, really want one and hopefully we'll be able to see everybody in person, um, in 2021. So that's, that's our hope that we won't need trivia night to get together. As we've said several times in those trivia nights, maybe even once or twice on the show, we do want to thank Galen Emanuel yeah. once again you, for sponsoring the Kahoot platform for us to make those nights so much more fun. I will be perfectly honest in that I kind of want movie night to return, but let's get to 2021. <laughs> maybe we maybe switch them out. Well, you never know. We could. I, yeah, movie night would be a lot of fun. Um, there's some new movies hopefully <laughs> that we'll be able to maybe watch together. Maybe Wonder Woman will finally come out and we can watch it together. <laughs> well, I would say, I don't think Black Widow comes out now till what, like February of 2023. I, I don't I know. Think so. Yeah. That got I, it just keeps, they back. all keep getting pushed back. The The new Snake Eyes movie, which is the GI Joe movie. Yeah. It got pushed back to October of next year. It's like, come on people. Oh yeah. yeah. James Bond so much for entertainment, back. but that's okay. That's where we are. We wanted to let everybody know. So definitely yeah. plan to attend the chats. And if you can make trivia night, if you've been invited before, you will get an invite yeah. the day of. If you have not and you are interested, message us. We'll yeah. add you to the list. We've got an ongoing list. So We have talked quite a bit <laughs> here at the outset. I don't want to take up any more time. I'm really excited about tonight's guest. She kind of came on the scene in the last little bit yep. and has brought a, a great energy with her. She told us she got some of our merch, and I was excited to think, oh, wow, maybe we'll have someone wearing our gear on the show. You know, <laughs> it's funny, Wendy, for every, and, and we are incredibly appreciative of everybody yeah. wearing shirts. Only one person has appeared on our show with a podcast t shirt on, and it was not ours. Who was that? Let's see. It was Torn Ellis wearing oh, our yes. friends, Chad and Cheese, right. wearing, wearing their shirt. And, and I didn't comment on I told him after the show, I thought it was kind of funny and that we needed to get in one of ours just for fair play. But but in all seriousness, oh. I'm really excited. Tina Marie's with us. I'm going to stop talking. Yeah. I'll let you make the introduction. We'll get started. So excited to welcome Tina Marie Woolfield tonight. She is the founder and chief people strategist at TMOO. She is a passionate champion of human resources, leadership, and talent management with over 25 years of experience in the HR profession. Tina Marie is an active member of the HR community and a dedicated advocate for advancing the HR profession through collaboration, partnership, and mentorship. In 2018, she co-founded HR Unite, a professional networking community to support and advance the HR profession through impactful professional relationships. Tina Marie is an HR storyteller, author, and frequent speaker on HR and leadership topics throughout the country. Tina Marie, welcome to the show. We're so excited that you're here. First question is, what's in your glass? White Claw. It, it's been a quite a day of HR compliance hell, pardon my French, in Michigan. I love it. It just happens. Uh, that's why we have these official HR Unite travel mugs that are double barreled <laughs> with solid white because you didn't know if it's coffee or something Oh else. my gosh. But I come clean. It's White Claw. Tonight is White Claw. If you watch Saturday Night Live, again, maybe you think White Claw is bad if you watched SNL Update this weekend, oh, but, you know, I'm still I drinking it. it. And what flavor of the claw is it, Tina Marie? This is uh, black cherry nice. uh, this evening. It's, it's a little bit of the black cherry. I, I kind of like the grapefruit. It's, you know, acquired taste, but it's really good. Yeah, sometimes you just need something light that ha does have that little bit of a kick and a little bit of taking the edge off. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're we're trying to figure out how to navigate COVID uh, compliance. Our governor got all our EOs uh, thrown out, and as employers, we're like, "What do you do?" And so after that, and at five o'clock, we decided to keep doing what we're doing. But we had, you know, a good twelve hours uh, of what now? That's why it's uh, it's five o'clock now. Just saying. We've been there. I've certainly been there with some COVID stuff where I am, and and I went straight to the brown liquor. But I am curious though, Tina Marie. We know what you're doing now, but how exactly did you get your start in human resources? I uh, got a music degree, John, and American Idol did not <laughs> exist back then. Uh, so I fell into HR once upon a time when they called it personnel. Uh, and so since I'm 12, that must have been 10 days ago and worked as a corporate trainer for a restaurant chain and would do corporate open to corporate stores. So I would go store to store and train and I loved training. And thankfully I double majored in business because there wasn't no American Idol and there was no jobs that I could acquire when I got out of college for, um, you know, other than a mean karaoke throwdown. So uh, wedding singer, you know, only paid good on Friday and Saturday nights. I absolutely fell in love with HR at that point. And when I started in restaurant management, got a little taste and I worked my way through college until I got my first big girl HR job. Again, I stopped counting after 25 years. It makes me feel young, but there is a Hallmark card to celebrate 25 years in oh, HR. Wow. Or there should be. Or a Hallmark ornament. It's 2020. We should have our own HR Hallmark ornament for our holiday trees. I, I think you had the Hallmark card with the white claw on it. Well, you had me at music major. Yeah. Because I think you're now the second music major that's been on this show besides yours truly. Wendy, I don't think, have we? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I, I'm super no, like excited said, about that. Yeah. Lots of musicians. So, yeah. So there, I always have walk-up music when I speak. Because again, it's, mm -hmm. you gotta, right? We're no different than right. baseball players. Love you it. gotta have a good walk-up song. What is your walk-up song? It depends on the oh, day. Okay. I, I've done some Beastie Boys. I'll go old school, a little bit of Run, Katrina and the Waves, ACDC. I mean, it really just depends on my mood. Nice. And whatever people want to hear. And it becomes some big joke about what you're going to walk out to now. Hmm. Got to keep them, got to keep them wondering. I really like to use Rush's Working Man. Because oh, that's, I, that's just me. I am, though, considering for 2021, if we go back to the real world, uh, I think I will probably use some type of professional wrestler's <laughs> entrance music <laughs> is my thought. And there's some really good ones mm -hmm. out there. I've been debating that with several people that have been on the show offline. And I, I think, yes, I, I'm with you, though. I love having that music and, and that excitement. And I actually had a guy one time, he didn't understand why I wanted to have any music and he wouldn't play it. When I got done after he heard me speak and I talked about Rush in my presentation, then he put on Tom Sawyer. I was like, dude, come on. Like, <laughs> he's like, well, I didn't understand. Thanks, man. You know, you, you gotta have walk-up music. So Wendy, we're going to come up with something good and fresh for you. Probably a little salt and pepper. Just saying. <laughs> oh, she's bare naked ladies all the way. Bare naked ladies. Oh guys. yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember. I we did it once for uh, for disrupt. I don't remember what my music was though. Now off the top of my head, I'll have to look it up. Tina Marie, you do now own your own consulting firm. Talk to us a little bit. What prompted you to start your own consulting firm, and what's one thing you learned after getting started that you wish you knew before? For me, it became my ability to own my story. 
So my last corporate HR role, I had five states. And when you start hanging out with people on Delta Airlines, when you walk on the same route from Detroit to wherever, and they're like, hey, nice to see you. And I'm like, no, not good. (laughs) One of my sons, I have T-Mobile. And in Delta flights, you get free texting and Wi-Fi. And my son was having, I don't know if it's a girl problems or something, but he was texting me and I couldn't help him, right? He was in distress and you're like, I can't do anything. I'm at 36,000 feet. Can you wait two hours? I literally had to sit back and, and reassess what I was doing. And for me, it's just that ability to own my story. And you have whispers, nudges, kicks, and shoves. And for me, I was doing everything I needed to do for the business and the business loved me. And maybe the HR department was not as in, it's a whole story. We're going to say peacock in the land of penguins. I'm going to, I am a peacock, just like Melanie Peacock, but I'm an HR peacock. And so I was getting to the point where I'd done all I could for that organization, right? They'd got, I'd taken them as far as they were willing to go. And I sat back and I had an amazing husband that said, well, maybe you need to do this for more than one organization. That, and I just needed to be a wife and a mother and kind of get back to my roots and and what I was passionate about. And so I took the leap and it was very scary. So you have all these grandiose ideas and I resigned on my birthday. When I did it, I resigned. And when I resigned, the response I got kind of told me that was the right choice to do. So best birthday gift ever, <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. But you go from your nice corporate, you know, structure, you know what you're going to do to some extent every day. And then you go to no income. That's very scary. So I would say if somebody's going to ever look at taking that next leap, the one thing they didn't tell me was I should have planned, but I did. Thankfully I did. And I had set money aside and we, and that you, it takes you a while to acquire your first client. I did fairly quickly, but then you can lose them as quickly as you gain them through no fault of your own. And so therefore I think you need to have a plan and realize it takes more than just you to make things work. Talk, put around your your circle, find your tribe, but find those that can give you advice and take it. And it may not be advice you're going to hear. So those are things that after I stumbled a little bit and I'm like, oh, that's why I needed to hire a business coach. Hmm. Yeah, I can HR day all day long, but I don't know how to do quarterly taxes. <laughs> I'm not a tax accountant. So then who do you hire, right? So all these things that they don't tell you, and it seems like a great idea, it's still running a business and it can be lonely and scary. So surround yourself with people that know and people that you trust, the right people. And sometimes you got to pay for those people. So you got to invest in yourself, make sure you surround yourself with the right people. And it's okay to surround yourself with people that are doing the same thing you are. That is one thing sometimes when you start and people get territorial, it's like, I can't talk to John and I can't talk to Wendy because they're HR consultants too. Friends, there is plenty of work around (laughs) for everyone. Trust me. But if I hadn't talked to people that were doing this too, that could say, hey, here's my good tax advisor or Tina Marie, can I bounce something off you? Or here's this new marketing software called Canva. Oh my gosh. When somebody tipped me off to Canva, I could hug them because I'm not a graphic designer. (laughs) I can do your handbook, but I'm not going to design your logo. These are all things that, again, we need to collaborate and share, and we can do that amongst the gig economy. And I think that makes us better. And when we do, if we're not territorial or not adversarial, you want to make sure that you're helping each other along the way. Leads us into what you 
did when you launched HR Unite, I believe to some extent a couple years ago. Talk to us a little bit about that group and what's it about and why did you start it? Was that kind of an offshoot of the business and recognizing collaboration or talk to us a little more about that? So HR Unite evolved from the need to get together for people with the sake of pure conversation. So oftentimes we'll go to an HR conference or you go to an HR networking event and people are there and they really want you for something other than, hey, I'd like to get to know you. And it could be, you know, they want to provide a service or they want something out of that. And it becomes a lot of one-sided or awkward conversations. First of all, not everybody wants to walk in a room of 25 people and talk to every one of them. Most of us want to hang out, grab our white claw and watch from the sides. This whole concept really evolved with this need to bring people together for meaningful dialogue so we as HR professionals can help support and advocate for each other. And if it's a matter of opening a door, if it's a matter of helping with a resource, if it's a matter of support, group therapy of whatever means, it could be happy hour or coffee talkie, but it really evolved from this need for connection and having conversations. And some of the ways we had been doing it is you get sucked into your four walls in your organization and you forget what's going on outside. And so you're only talking to the people you know, and you're not expanding this amazing community of HR professionals. And now it's globally, right? It's just amazing. And we can tap into all these other resources that can share things that are working or not working or give you advice or just truly collaborate. We just, it wasn't happening. So there's this need for connection and dialogue. We had a happy hour. So HR Unite evolved. Um, A former student of mine called me one evening and said, we should get people together for a happy hour and, and said, yeah, let's make it happen. We just put it out on organically, did invites seen what would happen, figured a couple people would show up and 25 showed up. And we took a picture and we put it on LinkedIn and a whole bunch of views happened. We're like, ah, that's a fluke. There's a new algorithm on LinkedIn. Really that many people didn't view it. So we did it again. And then more people showed up, but not everybody's in the happy hours. Plus people have lives and things going on at five o'clock or whenever. For me, I love coffee. And when I launched my company, I went from being in an HR team where I was collaborating with people all the time to hanging out with my two interns. Well, at the time it was one intern uh, until I added to my stable COVID adoption. And I just wanted to talk to people and I love coffee. So the coffee talkies evolved when I put on a LinkedIn, it was a Friday and I said, who wants to join me for an HR coffee talking? I put the location and 15 people showed up. That same 15 people are still meeting today, 28 months later. And they are the diehard original HR Unite group. They're Eastside One, and they are an amazing group of individuals. And then more people heard about it. And I was like, all right. So then we started another one and another one. And now we are in five states. The 28th group launched on Friday in Dallas, Texas. And I just talked to somebody and we're launching Atlanta, Georgia later this month. So we will be in six states with 30 groups by the end of October. But it all was merely organic, this need to talk to people in a small, intimate setting where there's no judgment and people can freely have a conversation in a non-sales solicitation manner. So you cannot have your own agenda to benefit from it unless you're going to give as much as you receive. And it truly became HR group therapy. And 
I still, Wendy and John sit back today and, and I still cannot believe it's evolved and what it's be, um, become. The key to HR Unite is this HR community belongs to all of us. There's no charge to belong. We're not an association. I did have to trademark it because people appropriate your ideas for their own financial gain and are not nice and don't call me and say, hey, I have this idea, which I would help them, right? Unfortunately, I had to trademark it. But when I went through that process, I did it to preserve the fact that this is a non-revenue generating community, which means we are all part of it. We all benefit from it. And it's here for everyone. As long as you're an HR practitioner, the doors open. Honestly, I still cannot believe that I'm talking about Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Like who would have thought? Like hmm, Florida? Yeah, I can hang out in Florida. All because of social media. Somebody saw it. We posted it. And then somebody's like, I want to belong. And I'm like, oh, I don't I don't have one there in Appleton, Wisconsin. And why don't we start? And that person was a fan. And that's the person that I want to give a shout out to. Her name is Carol Ladish. I know Carol's a follower and a fan of HR Social Hour. Carol totally made my year when she reached out and said, Tina Marie, I love HR Unite. So what about Wisconsin? I was like, what about it? You got good macaroni cheese there in Appleton. So they have the best, just so you know, to digress a minute, they have the best macaroni and cheese in the entire country is voted by the Food Network. (laughs) Truth. And I'm going to get some of that when this COVID pandemic is done. It's the first place I'm going is I'm going to get me some mac and cheese and Carol's buying. She doesn't know yet. She does now. That's how we've grown to what we've done by being a fan. And I can say as a fellow fan of this podcast and of both of you, and again, it's not the white claw talking. It's just the fact that our community is so amazing because you bring people together. We are able to bring people together and that bubble keeps growing and growing and growing. And that's how as an HR profession, we're going to continue to innovate and inspire change is that we got to keep talking in helping and bringing us all together for the common good. Preach. Woo-hoo! Let's do it. Preach. World problem yes. when, when you go to Appleton, you got to meet Jay Stefani. Yes. You got to meet right. Jay. He's right there. We need to get him into HR Unite. Jay, reach out to Carol Laddish. Love it. Red Shoes, Inc. <laughs> I'm willing to bet I've been to Appleton and I'm going to bet they probably know each other. But yeah, we're going to make that happen. We're going to make that happen. I love it. I love it. We're over here sitting in the the congregation, taking it all in because we're, we're right there with you, Tina Marie, and and it is. I love that you have that movement, and like like you, John and I are just thrilled with where we've come with social media ha- has been able to do that. I actually, John, I haven't tell, told you this yet, but I was talking with Melanie Peacock the other day. She had no idea that we met on social media. Hmm. She had no idea we met via Twitter. <laughs> Look at how many Twitter connections have happened. Isn't it wonderful? Why is everybody in HR, you need to come on to this amazing, inclusive HR Twitter community. I am the new spokesperson. (laughs) I am telling everyone, come on, we're welcome. Come join us. You and I kind of talked about it a little bit, but you are new to Twitter. What prompted you to join Twitter and be a part of and joining the community? I've been on Twitter for a while, but I have a lot more to say than 140 characters. So when they expanded it, that made me a little more, you know, receptive to it. But I do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn and you get kind of comfortable in your format. And for me, um, I dabbled in it 
and when you have a lot of different media channels, it's hard to remember. So I have HR Unite channel, I have my company, and then I have me, and I'm like, who am I responding to? It wasn't necessarily that I was against it or I was on it. I should say I was liking posts from afar. And this is a conversation Wendy and I had that I was a fan from the shadows. So I was the one when we would have um, the Twitter chat going on bi-monthly, right? We just had one was last week. Uh, that was my first one I actually jumped in at real time. So I would be sitting there watching it happen like, oh, that's good. Look what Melanie Peacock said. And oh my gosh, Francisco. And we have Mary Williams. We have all these cool people that are part of it. And Steve Brown would jump in. I was like, oh, Steve. Now there's a huge fan of, I'm a fan of Steve's. But it was this fact that I would watch from afar and I was totally enjoying it. It's like, get popcorn out. And you're like, I'm picking up so much great things, but you got to have the courage to jump in. It was a matter of having the courage to finally say something. Steve Brown kind of nudged me. And then Wendy came on the LinkedIn. She's getting a little more active there. And Wendy, you inspired me to get more involved. So that's where I finally took this leap of faith to say, they want me to come in. They're going to be nice to me when I come in. And again, the most inclusive, welcoming, and collaborative community ever. Um, like you can tweet, Lori Rudiman says something back, and she's showing pictures of her cat from her cat rescue. And and we got Galen saying stuff. I mean, it's literally, this was one of the positives, as if there is a positive in 2020. I'm an optimist, friends. I will tell you, that's one of the positives of 2020 was it pushed me out into this world. I was too reluctant to go into out of, are they going to welcome me? Or am I going to be shunned? By no means. It's, it's really inclusive and the power of that community continues to grow. And it's because of rock stars and HR awesome people like the two of you and trivia night, again, gotta love Kahoot. I would get my butt kicked, <laughs> especially on the Disney stuff, but movie trivia. Now there's one. I may jump in and do some movie quotes. The Kahoot platform is amazing. Yeah. And just it's you're bringing people together at a time that we desperately need that connection. Have the courage, be a fan. But again, it's getting the courage there that it'll be okay. It'll be okay. You won't get put in Twitter jail like you do LinkedIn. <laughs> You'll be fine. Oh, I love it. Tina and Marie, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, which is the half hour question connection. What career did you dream of having when you were a child? Well, since I have a music degree and I really, really, really wanted to be on MTV when they actually played videos, I wanted to be a rock singer. I had the big 80s hair. I was ready. I was going to join like, you know, whatever chick band that was out there. Uh, and that was me. I wanted to be a rock star. Didn't happen. We need to get uh, you and Heather Kinsey together. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Put, we're getting the band back together. Yes. <laughs> Who is one person you've gained your network in the last year that you think more people should know? I'm going to say, obviously, if you can look behind me, there are many peacocks showing everywhere. Uh, I'm going to say Melanie Peacock. I've been a fan of Melanie's for a while, but Steve Brown actually connected us together. Like he did the Twitter connection and say, how do you two not know each other? And then that was magic. And I'm so eternally grateful. Melanie knows I'm, I'm a big fan. So it's me, Paula Harvey and Melanie are now the Peacock sisters. So next national sherm, when you see us walking in our Peacock attire and, you know, and I have a Peacock mask because again, you'll know it's me. 
that's wonderful. If you don't know her, I, again, one of the nicest people, my dog had surgery. She was checking in on him every day. How's Dalton doing? Is he okay? How are you? And just this ray of sunshine. And she's brilliant, by the way. She's just an amazing HR legend. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm going to say I became friends, you know, with her over the course of this year, but I have been a fan forever. Tina Marie, a new HR professional asks you for one piece of advice. What do you tell them? I tell them they need to embrace every interaction as an opportunity to build trust. So every interaction, no matter how small, is your opportunity to have a positive impact and build trust. That is my mantra. And as HR servant leaders, we are service-based profession. We need to seek that oppor- every opportunity. It doesn't matter if it's just processing somebody's benefit change request to doing something complex. You are doing an awful lot already with HR Unite. How else do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? So I also teach in my spare time. My alma mater sucked me in and never let me leave. So when I got my graduate program, one of my professors, who's my mentor, kept making me substitute teach. And eventually they gave me a class. And that was 12 years later. But now I have been helping SHRM and HRCI before that professionals become certified. So I teach, I'm teaching a class right now via Zoom. Uh, Shout out to my Walsh College Sherm prep class. We have a good time on Zoom. Uh, I co-facilitate that class. But I think the best part of this is helping somebody along their journey um, of investing in themselves. The designation doesn't define you as an HR professional. It's your experiences in the journey that got you there. So for me to be trusted And given that opportunity to help them is a huge honor. Tina Marie, what is your favorite movie? So my favorite movie is Roadhouse. You may have heard of this movie. It's from the (laughs) 80s. Jeff Healy Band. Uh, I'm a big blues. Again, I'm a music fan, you know, so Patrick Swayze. In fact, I love the movie so much. When I got my rescue, recent rescue dog, he came from Kentucky. He's a scrawny little runt named Dalton. (laughs) Wow. How about your favorite musician or band? Uh, it's Def Leppard. Seen them 20 times. I will see them when they come back. And I paid way, way too much money for that five band ticket lineup with Motley Crue and Poison. And I forgot who else was there, was supposed to be there. But yes, I'm a huge Def Leppard fan. Again, 80s hair. If I showed you my senior picture, you would be cracking up. I mean, it's like, <laughs> woo! yeah, proud of it. Oh, how about a favorite TV show? It's a cross between Schitt's Creek and The Mandalorian. Uh, I am a big Star Wars and Marvel fan. And so therefore, I have Disney Plus, not for the children's content. Uh, But Mandalorian season two is coming out uh, October 30th. And uh, WandaVision will be out right after that. So I think I have some good, uh, you know, binge watching coming up in my near future. We have got so much to talk about later. <laughs> I know. National Sherm 2021. We're just going to go. We're going to grab our, you can grab your bourbon, whatever, your beverage of choice. Uh, I'll be hanging out with the White Claw people and we're going to talk movies. It is safe to say Roadhouse has never come up on this right. show. My other podcast, 
we used to give out the roadies. They were the roadhouse awards to whatever one, like best comic book of the year, best figure, whatever it was, because one of my co-hosts, that is his favorite movie, bar none, all time, quotes it all the time. It is, yeah, it is his be nice. favorite. Be nice until it's time to not be nice. I just told my <laughs> wife that this weekend. Yes, that is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh. If you're not watching Roadhouse, you're not listening to Def Leppard. If you're not watching Schitt's Creek or The Mandalorian, which I can't imagine watching them together. If you're watching, not doing yeah. those things, what else do you like to do outside of work? <laughs> I rescue dogs. When I got married, my husband was warned that I like to take in the animals that nobody else wants. Uh, so I like to help out in that way. I think I just like to save things. So I um, do that on the side. My house is full right now. So I have a rescue cat that hates me. And then I have two rescue dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I like to coach Science Olympiad and help my kids with National History Day. Uh, which would be mom types of things, but uh, my kids are pretty good at that stuff. So I, I it's them. It must be my husband's genes because I'm really bad at all of that. <laughs> uh, well, Tina Marie, finally, it is Tina Marie Woolfield Day all around the world. What are we doing to celebrate? I thought about this and uh, I would have to say it's thanks a latte. So if we're celebrating, we're giving thanks and drinking coffee. So thanks a latte uh, would be one way. And there would have to be some cheesecake, preferably cheesecake New York style, uh, maybe turtle brownie tiramisu cake. Um, I know uh, the Atlanta airport has a cafe in Terminal B, and they have the best tiramisu cheesecake. It's Cafe Intermezzo, best tiramisu cake I've ever had in my entire life. So I'll probably have to make, we'd have to all go there and meet up before we went on our celebration to get some tiramisu cheesecake. The great news is as things improve down the road and you go to Atlanta to welcome on board the latest chapter of HR Unite, True. you'll be able to enjoy that cheesecake very much. Yeah. That airport scares me, um, <laughs> but the cheesecake is good and I can, I can live with that. It's worth the fear, right? It's worth it's, it. It's worth it. The, you know, the escalators, when you go up, they're like four story tall. I'm very, like, yes, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I close my eyes and just, <laughs> hopefully somebody tells me before I fall over at the top or the bottom. Tina Marie, this has been a phenomenal bit of time together. I'm so glad we were able to make this happen. I'm so glad you stepped out and didn't just keep lurking, which is how I started. And I think Wendy started yep. too way back with Twitter. I'm going to assume most of our listeners are already connected with you, but if they're not, what's the best way for them to reach you out there? You can follow me on LinkedIn. Oh, easy to find Tina Marie Wolfield. I think I'm the only one. Tina Marie is my first name. No dash. That's a whole other story. <laughs> In which my husband thinks he can now get out of our marriage because our marriage certificate does not have the dash, but my driver's license now does. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas in case he's watching this. He's still trying to get out of that. He's like, I made a bad decision, but I digress. Tina Marie Wolfield. So you can find me. TM Wolfield is my Twitter handle. Uh, you can find us on HR Unite. So HR Unite exclamation point uh on linkedin uh i don't have an hr unite on twitter i can barely handle my one 
Twitter handle and my company Twitter handle, which I haven't posted on in two years. I'll get there. LinkedIn, Twitter, reach out to me on the website. Um, you can also send snail mail as long as it's got cheesecake. And, you know, I, I do accept gifts of White Claw for days like today. Years like this year. We will have all that in the show notes. We're not going to advocate for White Claw or Cheesecake necessarily. We'll have the rest there. Yes. Wendy, yeah, how about you? Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for the listeners to find you? Best way is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, the second and fourth Sundays of each month, you will find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? JohnThurman.com for all things John Thurman. And for the show, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Listen, rate, review, share. Anything you do to help us boost the signal, we always appreciate. Continue to use hashtag listen to HRSH. We're going to be sending those gifts very soon if they've not already started by the time this show airs. International listeners, we're coming for you and we want to talk to you. We'd love to have you on the show. Please contact us. We're going to contact you. You're out there listening. We know you are. (laughs) Send us a note. Just like Tina Marie, step out there. Shoot us a note. We'd love to talk. Tina Marie, thanks again for being with us. So for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and Network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.